What's up, everyone? This is Trey Van Camp, and you are listening to the Ministry Podcast. So today's live session, I really was kind of overwhelmed with a lot of stuff we're doing and getting ready for tomorrow. So I was like, you know what? Let's not do... I wasn't going to edit a whole vlog today. I decided I think it's best just to do a live session tonight. And I haven't had you on for a while. So how are you it's doing? Been a while. Uh, sick. Oh, tired. No, I've, I have like the sinus stuff now. Yeah. Finally getting Which over we thought it, you had the flu. You freaked us out one night. Well, I, it was like a 24 hour thing. I don't know that I was like, I mean, cause I had fever, chills, body aches, like everything, um, but it was 24 hours. And then now I was just really tired stuff. and now it's like, yeah, sinus congestion. Seems pressure. like the sickness is going around, which makes me nervous cause we have our dream team rally tomorrow and, uh, I just hope people can make it because we already paid for all the spots. <laughs> right. So I hope everybody comes that said they come. Inevitably, there's like one or two that don't come even though. Right. And I need to do a better job because usually it just stresses me out and it like ruins my mood. I'm not going to let that happen tomorrow. Right? Hold you to it. Yeah, hold me to it. All right. Well, interact with us if you would like. Uh, today's episode again is called This or That. So just the other day... Uh, Jordan, I don't know. You said that this or that's been going around on Instagram again. Yeah, it was a while ago, long yeah. time ago. That's what everyone was putting on their stories, and like just the last couple of days, I've seen a lot of people start to do it again, and they're always some of them are really funny. I think they're cool. Yeah, so it's like you have to circle it and like repost, and then send the blank version and like let people know. Right. So then you can download it and do it for your own story. So I thought it'd provide for some interesting discussion on debating on if it's this or that. So why don't we just jump right into it? Hopefully, people start hopping on and giving comments and love and everything else. Okay. So I just found some cool ones too. So are we doing that whole say our answers at the same time thing? Whatever you want, you're in charge. I don't really want to count though. Every time, I don't. Want yeah. To count. Every time, be like one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. So we were driving on the way home, and that's how we do it. Ready? One, two, and I kept messing with you and saying it before. So. Yeah. So we'll uh, just I don't know, we'll just say it at the same time. Um. Okay. Right on, Dave. He said, "Just stopping in. I get the planner stress of hoping events work." Yes. That is totally it. You know, like you just want, you're thankful for the group. You're thankful for the, so this is a dream team rally. So we're trying to just encourage our volunteers, thank them. Apparently I picked like the worst weekend already. Like a lot of them couldn't make it, but that's okay. Like, you know what? The people who can, it's going to be a great time. We're doing escape the room. And, uh, I just never really get stressed out. The other thing that stresses me out is sometimes we do events just at somebody's house and it's free and it's like low key, but this one we paid money for it. So that's like the other part of it. And people don't seem to connect those dots, you know? Right. They're like, ah, oh, it's not a big deal. Okay, just lost a lot of money, whatever. So. Yeah. All right, go for it. Okay. This mic, I don't know what I... Y'all mess... You, you girls, man, you mess up my mic. We don't even touch them. No, get. Get Nala, out of here. get out. Get. Okay, sail around the world or... So true. Climb okay. Mount Everest. Oh, my gosh. Sail around the world. Or climb Mount Everest. One, two, three. Climb, climb Mount, Mount Everest, Everest because the ocean freaks <laughs> yes. me out. Yes, boat sinking. I can't. Sharks. Yeah. I'd rather take my chances. So that one's pretty tough. That is hard though. Those are pretty two crazy things. I probably wouldn't survive Mount Everest because if I had to pick one, I would pick the Cold. Mount Everest. 
because the cold i can't even yeah. do like 30 degrees <laughs> true. all right give me the next one okay go skydiving or go bungee jumping thank you celine she says she's excited for the rally tomorrow oh, we good. are so pumped boom okay what go skydiving or go bungee jumping i want to do both you're so crazy but i'll pick one are you ready yeah skydiving yeah i don't like bungee jumping like this whole yanking thing (laughs) you know what i mean and like the rope breaking you get yanked back too when your parachute opens like yeah but skydiving is longer this is what i like about skydiving like you get a nice view on your way down bungee jumping you're just like where am i it's just fun you're just like bouncing around bungee jumping i have no desire to bungee (laughs) jump you're crazy Oh, hey, Kate. Kate Hasbrook. Oh, nice. Hi. And can we pick neither? I pick neither. <laughs> For real. Yes. Make sure you guys comment what you guys would want to do. I feel like that would be fun. Keep going. Okay. So go on a safari in Africa mm. or spend a week in an igloo. I already know your answer. Safari in Africa. <laughs> Is that even like a legitimate difference? Like one amazing thing that people would pay money for. Or spend a week in an igloo. But life sentence of death. Of, that's kind of cool to say. I spent a week in an igloo. We have an igloo in the garage if you want to spend a week in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad joke. Come on. I need better ones. Let's go. Go on a road trip across the US or a road trip across Europe. 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 Done. Hands down. Okay. This isn't even like we need learn the ones how that to are debate worthy. Or learn how to scuba dive. I actually think it's cooler to surf. Like, it's like a legit thing. Like, it's great for drone shots. So I would say so. Oh, everything in you my life is is this a good vlog? Shots. Yeah, totally. I think I do scuba dive. Like, that's cool. You get to see all these creatures down below. You hate. You just said you wouldn't sail in the ocean. <laughs> I know. That is all the sharks. Although the sharks on the surfing too. I'd rather be surprised and eaten than see it coming. Okay. Sweet or savory? Okay. Do you want to make fun of me real quick? (laughs) Okay. For the longest time, I think I'm starting to understand it. I literally don't know the difference between sweet, tart, savory. What are the other options? Um, I don't even know. All the different like words to describe food. He doesn't get the difference. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know. My family, Shay, she doesn't know how to describe food either. Like, I don't know. And honestly, we eat the most bland things growing up. I had cereal every morning. I had a sandwich every day for lunch. And I had a burrito or a burger for dinner. That was my whole diet. That's Oh, true. my gosh. That is so true. And the occasional Friday night pizza. Like, that was it. That's very unhealthy, too, huh? <laughs> Not a single thing in there is good for you. Sandwich, maybe? Uh, Depending on how you made the sandwich. On the sandwich. So, anyways, but, okay. Ask the question again. Sweet or savory? I would do... Okay, is this if this was the last day of my life, I would do sweet because it's like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this. But if this what? was for the rest of my life, I would do savory because I think it's better for you. Why does it have to be so like ultimatums? It, if it's the last day of my life or if it's forever for the rest of my life, I have to like, it's just which one do you prefer on a normal day? No, that's like the best way to figure out life. Like, would I want to do this on the last day ever? Then that means you'd want to do it every day in theory. 
you're, you're just looking at it funny. Yeah, so I would, <laughs> what would you pick? I would do savory if it's Probably every day. Savory. Sweet if it's the last day. Pasta or pizza? Pizza. pizza. Gelato or ice cream? I think I've only had gelato once. Yeah, just ice cream. Although I'm not a big fan of ice cream. Okay, breakfast or brunch? What's the difference, though? Like, I get brunch the time of day. is... But right, it's the same food, right? Yeah, so I would probably pick brunch because I don't like eating in the morning. Which is weird. If it was the last day of my life. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'd pick brunch. Like, the greatest thing. So I went to California Baptist University, and one of the most special things is every Sunday at the CAF the was brunch, brunch Sunday. Yeah. And this was the time where, like, visitors from around the city can come in as well. They went all out on that food. And it was incredible food. So brunch was always super fun. Brunch is fancy. That's true. What is gelato? Thank you, Celine. I don't even know what gelato ice. is. I was like, yeah, I guess ice Celine, cream. Celine, have you ever been to that or like heard of Frost over by the Santana Mall? Sorry, guys. I am struggling. Frost. <laughs> I've never been there. No, I've been there yes, once. we went there once. It's really strange. But that's they gelato. Have like, I don't even know oh, how to oh, describe oh, oh. it. Do they have tart flavors? Maybe. Oh, I'm trying to figure out if I knew the different. Tart is like lemon or you yeah know. they did like the different stuff so probably anyways when we did this in the cars is a little more entertaining let's get some better ones going um well these are all food okay would you rather watch something live or recorded is this would you rather or this or that it's the same thing <laughs> <laughs> well ironically we're live i know but would you rather watch something live or recorded i would rather watch it live if it's a game and I would rather watch it recorded if it's a TV show because I can skip the commercials. But there's literally no point in watching a game if it's recorded. Like your That's dad, true. like he actually loves the sport because he records it and waits and then watches. Right. Me, it's like it. I would like the whole competition of knowing when the rest of the world knows is why I'm watching it. <laughs> what would you say? It de- yeah, it depends on what it is. I think I agree. So for um. Instagram stories or feed. Okay, you do the weirdest thing. I need to know: Does anybody else do what she does? What do you do? I have to watch all the stories. Now, granted, like there are people where I'm like, I really am not that interested in what they're doing. But okay, it's got to be like you a type want a Jordan to follow you because she will see every single story you ever publish like she's exhausted we're going to bed at night and she does a great thing by putting the phone away like she doesn't put it in her room but before we go to bed she has to go and she has to have that satisfaction I've never seen it in my life I don't know what it looks like but apparently you all of a sudden it just like is empty right like that top row is done like red you know there's no red circle around it saying like there's a story there to be watched all of them they all have she watches every single one that's insane to me so I'm so but your story. I also, but it's not just that. It's not because I like I don't like having unread emails or text messages where it has the little red bubble. Like I can't stand that. I just can't. But I just like stories because you get to interact or at least you get to see like their day to day. People who are good at stories who like bring you along with their day. Yeah, you watch some pretty good stories. That's more people. like, they like, you're it's getting like their to vlog. actually know the person right. Exactly. I would say the feed because I appreciate art. That's like, probably true. I appreciate like making something look nice or like a really nice photo. And a lot of like my preacher friends 
we're not as hip with the stories. So like we just post like our quotes or our sermon stuff through the feed. So I get more edification through the feed than I do with the story. I actually barely watch stories. That's all I do. Besides like my favorite people. Okay. So I watch yours. I'll give you that. Thanks. You know, I don't want to sometimes because you quiz me. <laughs> you ask me like, Hey, you test me. So are you a morning person or an evening person? I'll let you answer that. Morning. You have changed. I think now you're an evening person. I'm just kidding. I just threw you up. I think now you're a morning person. Yes, but I never have been in all of my life until your answer year. used to be I'm a sleep person. Yeah, I was not. An, I wasn't an evening person either. I was not a. <laughs> I was not an early. I just riser didn't like life at any time. <laughs> I'd wake up at eight, go to bed at eight. You know, <laughs> cover your bases. Um. Okay, so would you rather... I know your answer. Would you rather do a road trip or uh, fly an airplane? Mm, a road trip? Where... if it, Am I about to die? Oh, my word. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, is it in Europe or in America? It doesn't matter. Just a road trip or... Okay, no. I think that matters dramatically because... If it's in Europe, there's a lot of stuff to see. Like everything's really close. It'd be great to do a road trip through Europe. Okay, but, but I if already asked you that. If I'm going to like Disney World, I want to fly. Okay, in the United States, if you're driving to Florida, or a road trip to Florida or to Texas, that's what a if long it's just ways. like to California? No. Okay, airplane for sure. Okay, no that's doubt in my what I mind. thought. What you, would you you're do? You're overthinking this. Airplane. No, you have to overthink it, or else this isn't interesting. Keep going. They're probably like, guys, this isn't interesting. <laughs> Hope you guys are like cleaning dishes or doing something with this <laughs> on the background. I don't know. I'm I, just pumped that even seven people are listening right now on a Friday night. Why do we pick or Friday night? Airbnb. Hotel or Airbnb. I have done both. Have you done both? I have never stayed at Airbnb. I was the coolest, hippest guy. I went to Atlanta. There's a vlog about it. A couple of vlogs about it. And I landed in the airport, took an Uber to my Airbnb. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. The bad thing about Airbnb is nobody cleans up after you. It is cheaper though. I would pick hotel because I like throwing everything everywhere and then it's clean. However, I saw something on YouTube the other day to talk about how gross hotel rooms are. Seriously? Yeah. They get cleaned every day. I know, but they interviewed the maids. It's the most disturbing thing in the world. And they're like, yeah, we clean stuff just to make it look good. But like, it's gross. Ew. He's like literally, <laughs> it's like the just, it's the nastiest stuff in the world. And they say, what is the dirtiest? Like, what's the nastiest? Guess what the most, guys, this is informative for you. Next time you go to a hotel, you're welcome. What is the grossest part of a hotel room? The bathroom. The pillow. What? That's what the YouTube video said. Why? I There's just bad stuff. <laughs> they said the pillow always has, it's just nasty. The maids are like, oh, the pillows. I would never sleep on a hotel pillow. Which I totally agree with because the pillows are terrible. You put your face in it and then you suffocate because your face goes okay, all the way down. we're about it's too to stay fluffy. in a hotel. Are we? We're yeah, going to let's bring our own pillows. Apparently. No, seriously. Isn't that the most disturbing thing? Yeah. I have a totally different view. And there was a time when we came home after Disneyland at a really cheap hotel because I'm cheap that way. We'll never do it again. And Faith got bed bugs. True. So hotels, man, I don't know. But I feel like you can have the same problem with the other thing. Yeah. 
What does that say? Ooh, now this is getting interesting. So Celine said, I have a question. One wish granted today or three wishes granted five years from now? Now this, this is why I like live. Five years from now. Okay, let's finish this other one. So Jordan Faker, my man, Washington, says, why pay for a small hotel room when you can get an apartment for the same price? If it's one night, I would pick Airbnb. If it's like five days, I'm not a cook. I don't know how to cook. That's true. So I don't want to clean up or like anything like that. So that's why I like the hotel. It's just like the thought of it just being cleaned up. But if like you're there and you know how to cook so we could save money on that, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? If I'm going on vacation, I am not cooking. Yeah. So what would you, did you pick? Hotel. Hotel, but well, now I don't know. It's <laughs> the grossest thing in the world, Sleep man. Sleep in my car. Interview a maid. Talk to a maid. Ask him. Except the Disney cruise. Those are perfect. Um, so one wish granted right now or three wishes granted five years from now. Oh, what if my wish was to have five wishes granted? <laughs> I don't think... Haven't you seen Aladdin? You can't yeah. wish for more wishes. Oh, okay. Ooh. I think it would be five years from now. That's what I would say. I think if I was really old, I would say one today. But I'm pretty convinced I got some time left Well, in the I tank. feel like... Yeah, well, that and I feel like I would make wiser wishes five years from now. I also think... Three is better than one, so it's worth waiting for. That's true. But I bet a majority of our generation would say, now, we're such an instant gratification. Yeah. We're such a microwave society. <laughs> I'm trying to make this all more comfortable. I think I'm comfortable now. That's Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Colin. That's a great. Anybody else have more of those? That That's fascinating. Um, yeah, I would do five years from now. And but that's the other cool part. Make an impulse decision. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, more this or that. Music or podcast. Oh, podcast done. Next. What about you? Probably music. I love music. I What music do you like right now? I always like country. I could listen That's what to I'm it dealing with, guys. All day every day. It's my favorite. I can't stand country music. Guys, he's so And then sad. like the four songs I like, you don't. Because you like country from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's when it was real country. Today's not real. People like Sam Hunt are praised. Sam Hunt is not a real country music singer. He's a wannabe rapper. Right? Some of his songs, I think so, but some of them I enjoy. Yeah, so mine, I'm super into jazz and orchestra right now. For real. I love it. So my echo is right here. I'm surprised it didn't light up. And every morning, once the kids are finally up, I play my music while I'm studying, reading. This is like where I make sermons now, right here on this couch. And It's uh, so cute to listen to Sayla say echo. Dude, dust tales, man. Dustin. He just said, new country's bad. 80s to 60s country. That is right. And But honestly, even that, I it, there's such thing as too much for me. But um, the new stuff is just crap. Anyways, Sayla tries to talk to Ego, and it's so cute. This will be fun. So podcast. So I'm Guys, actually zooming. Do you oh. see this? I've, I have made that statement twice, Dang and it. he just passed right over it both times. 
The second time he was looking right at me. You said something about Sayla. What'd you oh say? Oh my gosh. You don't even know what I said. <laughs> What'd you say? Tell him, guys. What did I say? Is someone listening to me? They could just replay it. Something about Sayla loves country music now? No. <laughs> oh my <laughs> word. What'd you say? It's so cute listening to Sayla's try and talk to Echo. Oh, yeah. She yes. runs around the house. Echo. 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 Go. Yeah, that is the cutest thing. Thank you. Okay, so am I, are we good now? Yeah, I guess. So I love podcasts. Podcasts like are podcasts. where it's at. I just couldn't so here's some of the podcasts I'm listening to if you're interested. Honestly, <laughs> some of these I don't listen to right now, but I've listened to in the past. Andy Stanley Leadership Podcast is a great one. Battle Ready Podcast with Erwin McManus. There's a few episodes in there that are pretty interesting. My favorite right now is Bridgetown. Um, it's John Mark Comer, Church of the City in New York. I randomly listen to Casey Neistat's podcast, Craig Rochelle's leadership podcast, listen to occasionally. There's a podcast called Cultivate Women's Podcast. Um, look at the cover. I think it's the coolest cover ever. Well, I don't know if I can. Can I zoom in on that? I don't know. Oh, come on. Boom. Look at that. Look at there. Look at that. So... Uh oh, Shay text me. What's that for? Okay, uh, more podcasts. Uh, cultivated podcasts. So you did cultivate women's, but cultivated is a fascinating podcast about faith and work. How those two things go together. One of my favorite pastors is Eric Mason, called the Epiphany Fellowship. I'll just give you a couple more. Um, Love Thy Neighborhood podcast. I think that might be like my favorite podcast. Besides yours, of course, babe. Wouldn't you agree? It's a really good podcast. Love Thy Neighborhood? You weren't listening to me, were you? I was. You don't like it? Not really. Are you kidding me? It's what we did for Leadership Workshop last year. I it's listened fascinating. to them. You I don't like, like the way they're structured. Why not? It's know. so interesting. They go yeah. through a story. They interview people. I know, it's but... It's like real life. Like you're walking with them. It's no, the coolest thing. Th- I don't know. I didn't, I didn't wow. enjoy it. Sorry, I'm. Lo- I don't. I don't know about you anymore. Um, the ministry podcast. I have like uploaded a lot on there. So pro church tools podcast. I don't know. Carrie Newhoff leadership is one of my favorites. Gary V. Joe Rogan. I listen to a lot. He just had an interview with um, what's that dude's name? Ben Shapiro. It's a fascinating one. Um, in this cultural moment. All right, done with telling you guys some of my favorite podcasts. I just get that question a lot, so I figured that was a good opportunity to let people know. Um, what's going on? So Dustin says, look up Catholic Answers podcast. LOL. He's my Catholic friend. Well, I have <laughs> I have many. Don't worry, Dustin. But that's what I call you. Okay. Um. Okay. Give me the next one. TV shows or movies? Ooh, I know your answer. You would say TV shows. You love TV shows. Oh, I do. Probably. I would say movies because I like the like effort they put into it and like you have to really jam pack it and I feel like there's more cinematography and just like really thought provoking content but it is kind of cool how you can like really follow one character over a long TV show and there's a whole lot more depth than just one movie yeah but if I had to pick one I just some movies man I just love movies I've been in a weird movie kick lately huh you have yeah I just get so into TV shows 
like I, I feel like I she know talks to them people. like it's real life like these are friends like these are yeah. church members and when I'm not listening like as you guys just saw I'm like oh my gosh who is it that got this thing going on like I feel like I feel like I have to go to the hospital to do a pastor's visit like she throws me off mm. well lesson in there listen to your wife Okay, Dave, Treycast, is that referencing mine or is there literally another podcast called Treycast? Because I feel like I need to go sue them for, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that'd be crazy. If a lot of people told me they should, that I should have called my podcast Treycast. I don't know why. To me, Ministre podcast made the most sense. I'm interested though. Um, you, yes. Okay, good. Whew. I was like, man, who who else is cool that they have the name? Um, that's so cool. Hardcore history. I will look into that. I am a history buff. I love it. Um, I really, really, really love history. And uh, Best movie series. So does that mean like trilogy? Is that what that means? Probably. We were just talking about this the other day. We were. So I we're superhero people. I think the Dark Knight trilogy you can't yeah, beat that. Probably. Like I loved Iron Man, the first one, but the three together as a whole just don't make it as good. The I second one's and eh, the third one I did not like. I liked all of them. Tony Stark had anxiety. Him having anxiety gave me anxiety the whole movie. That's like Spider Man three. Spider Man three was terrible. Like emo Spider Man. Oh no, that was terrible. No fun. Okay, any of the Spider Mans with that guy who was it? What's his name? Toby McGuire. Yes, can't stand him. I don't even like him as an actor in any movie. Does he even play in any other movies? I don't know. But I don't... I did not like those Spider-Man. Wow, that's like... I heard he's like a really great guy. What do you really? mean? Like you I, hate him. He's not a very good actor. Yeah, he is. He's a creepy actor. That's because that's what he needed to play in the role. He was in The Great Gatsby, and he was not creepy. He was good. Yeah. Leo's my boy. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I don't, just didn't like him. Man, I'm not... My back has been hurting me lately. Okay, so are we still on this? So best movie series, and then I was going to mention this, so I'm really into history. Uh, if you're into history, buy this book. It's called How to Not Be Secular. It's not focusing because <laughs> it sees your face. <laughs> sees your face. There we go. Um, by James K.A. Smith, but it's actually a summary of Charles Taylor's work on secularism. It's a beautiful analysis since like the 1500s to now, how we've gotten to now. Guys, it's crazy. Like from 1500 and before, everyone believed in God or a God or multiple gods. Like it was always assumed. Like God created us to like understand like there's got to be divinity. So like everybody always worships something. But it's fascinating, the 1500s and forward, Something has happened where now we're in a culture today where it is assumed that there isn't a God. Like, it is assumed that you are wrong if you still believe in a divinity. And the argument in Charles Taylor's book, as well as this book, is... I'm about to get nerdy, but, like, the argument is that's not actually first nature. The fact that we don't believe in God is not a conclusion we come up with on our own. But it's the fact that we are so influenced by our culture today like from the womb, you know, like the t TV show, just everything to where we think that way. But that's not like, I don't know. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, how, how that all happens. I don't know if anybody's interested in this, but I'm fascinating. It's really cool. Cause it's like the reformation was actually, um, did, I mean, Dustin would disagree. Shout out to you, Dustin. Reformation did many great things, I think, but also it set forth the trajectory of actually leading towards a lot of bad things. Like, um, 
like demystification, like not thinking that things, because like the reformers would say, oh, um, you know, it's not like, it's not just the church that's holy, everywhere's holy. And that is great. And I believe that's true, but we've taken that so far to where pretty much now nothing's holy. You know, like, oh, it, there's nothing special about church. Well, I, I think there is something still special about church. So I don't know. It's fascinating. It walks you like the Enlightenment period, um, deism and its effect in American history. And oh, it's just really, really good read. You should watch it. I don't agree with the idea that the idea of secularism can't be put into the bottle that he comes up with. I don't know what that means. So have you read Charles Taylor? I don't agree with the idea that the idea of secularism can't be put into the bottle that he comes up with. Um, I, I don't know. I, I really enjoy, I don't know. I, I would be interested to talk with you about that. I, I don't know. I really like it. I like the ideas behind it. And I think Charles Taylor, I don't know when he actually wrote his work. I also know like, you know, a lot of stuff has happened. Um, picked it up, brother. Oh, you're reading it right now? Huh? think it's a small view of human progress. I don't know. I also think if you're talking about this one, it's also very much a summary, but I don't know. I think I'd have to disagree with you. I think it's really fascinating. I really, really, really like it. Um, Into the Spider-Verse. I've never seen that movie and I heard it's incredible. So I want to watch that. You haven't talked in a while, huh? Because I've been going nerdy. <laughs> well, you answered my next this or that. What? Books or movies. Books or movies. Hmm. Books. Because the Bible's yeah. a book. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> okay. I think you'd pick books. I'd probably pick movies. Yeah, I pick books for sure. So let's do the the Marvel ones. And then if you're also interested, Strange Times by Mark Sayers is also fascinating looking at like the culture we're at today and how we got here and it's good stuff. Okay, keep going. Iron Man or Thor? Iron Man. Easy. Iron Man. I agree. Although I really like Thor, he's probably second. Loki? Or Doctor Strange. Loki's a bad guy, though. Doctor Strange's kind of a jerk, though. He is. But he's Loki's cocky, the biggest jerk, so. Yeah, I can't Doctor Loki. Strange. I'm a one. That's just morally wrong. Captain America or Spider-Man? Captain America. Ooh. The new Spider-Man? I love the new Spider-Man. I think that guy's hilarious. Yeah, just the character itself. Not, not movie, like, movie-specific. Maybe a mint movie. But there's three know. of each move of those. I think Captain America is the most solid trilogy of the Marvel, Marvel. universe because the second and third one were like awesome. I can get it. I, I don't really care about the first one, but the second one's like awesome. It was pretty much like Avengers. So I think I'd have to say Captain America, but like if I wanted to, I don't know, he'd also be a better friend than Spider-Man. Spider-Man's funny though. I really like the new Spider-Man. Okay. Well... Avengers or X-Men? Avengers or... Oh, Avengers. I'm not a big X-Men guy. Yeah. The rest of these are like Deadpool or Wolverine. I don't really know who these other ones are. Um... I, the reason I like Deadpool, I watched the TV version, 
is because they break the fourth wall and make fun of everything and like make fun of all their own superhero genre. So I think that's pretty, pretty funny. But I love Hugh Jackman because he's also great as showman in Les Mis. So it's true. Yeah, Wolverine's pretty awesome. Okay, would you rather, or this or that, whatever, have no Wi-Fi or no music? That's so easy. Yeah. That's like the easiest decision. Yeah, no music. No Wi-Fi. What? <laughs> I mean, that's what I <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> I meant no music. Like, I know you love music, but wow. I meant, I meant no music. <laughs> that's funny. Tacos or pizza? You're not a tacos guy. I'm not. I don't understand the fascination I I tacos. with tacos. Pizza all day or day, tacos. especially if I have ranch. Don't at me. Stay in bed, I guess, all day or be up all night. Like pull an all nighter or stay up all night or you stay in bed all day. Both sound terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> probably up all night because it means I was actually doing something with my life still. I mean, you could have just been watching movies. That's still something. Well, yeah, I guess you can do that in bed, too. Huh? Oh, that's true. No, I think up all night. Yeah, probably. I would not like staying in bed all day. Do you prefer to go out or stay in? I prefer to go out. Me, too. That's why we have to budget for that. That's, yep. So, we are... Okay, let me, let me, uh, last thing with Dave. I just think the view that secularism will never go away doesn't match with historical progression, human experience throughout time. Human is oddly religious, superstitious. Yeah, so I, I see what you're saying there. I think, though, that it has made its mark. I could agree. So, you don't necessarily disagree with, like, the progression of history. You're just saying that, like, it can't be overcome. Um, yeah, I know, right? The combo moved on. Yeah, let me think through that. I love, actually, I've been waiting for somebody who else has been reading this and kind of like work through this so we can work through this. Um, I can work through this with you, but hmm, I don't know. I, I do, we are oddly religious, superstitious, but I don't, I, I honestly think in our lifetime, secularism is something we'll constantly deal with. And I think it's influenced us as Christians more than we know. And I've been even thinking this through in my life of like, wow, I've been like, I don't know. I just been convicted that I've allowed secularism to infiltrate how I interpret scripture. So I think that also is very healthy. Why it's important to, you know, read the church fathers, read early church history, all church history to kind of like compare and contrast and kind of get the right answer about things. So, um, I suit you're saying now. Okay. I can agree to that. I thought you were just saying like the whole premise of the book. I was like, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. What? Um, Oh, and then let's answer this too, Victoria. Hello. Always a pleasure to have you on the channel. What are y'all's point of views? And I'm assuming you meant evolution. I have been learning and it's so hard because my teacher puts all in, puts it all into the view that God is a myth. It's actually a point of view of secularism like we were just talking about. Obviously, we believe God is creator. And here's one of the biggest arguments. Um, I mean, I don't know. So to be honest, I've never been an apologetics guy where like I research the science and all that like for my own. Like I just have always believed God. And ultimately... I don't know. There's just so many resources you can look at, but I'm trying to think if there's like a quick good book. Dave, do you have like a good resource to recommend? Um, but I believe there has to be a creator. I mean, to have faith that everything it's, I believe it takes even more faith to believe that just boom, everything was created like out of nothing. Right. Um, 
I believe God created everything out of nothing. Ex nihilo is the Latin theological term. But the beautiful part about God as creator is that means we have purpose. We have meaning. We have hope. You cannot have hope. You cannot have like, okay, I have a purpose in life. You can't treat humans with dignity if you believe we're all here by chance. This is evolution and it's a doggy, like, you know, it's the, what is that? phrase like the doggy dog world like where the the survival of the fittest it just is a terrible picture of humanity so when you draw that out like we all and we believe in ecclesiastes you know like god has put eternity in our hearts we see in romans one like the you just you just see the beauty of creation uh i think i don't know which book i read it in but i recently read how we're kind of like maybe it's in the secularism book i just read um not fully sure we're kind of like we're in a stadium with a retractable roof and we've put the roof, we've closed it, and we're just focusing on the game, and we think that's all there is to life. Meanwhile, if we just open up the retractable roof, there's the beauty of the stars, and there's so much beyond us, but we're just so convinced. We're just trying to keep that roof shut. And so I just think at the end of it all, people don't want there to be a God because that means we're not in charge, we're not in control. It's very much what I'm going to be talking about on Sunday. Um, but I believe like we're in an era where we're disenchanted beings, meaning we don't believe in this ma- miracles. We don't believe in God. We've demystified everything. We're disenchanted beings that can shape our own future. So we're convinced that, hey, we're in charge and we'll set forth the trajectory of our lives. But how is that going? Society, you know, without God just doesn't ever flourish. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16, Jesus says we're the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And so we as Christians believing in God and following and walking in God's image uh, is actually what preserves society and actually keeps everything um, going. It's actually like, honestly, the image of God is what makes people love each other. But what's interesting about that passage is when Jesus says, you're the salt of the earth, he's implying without us, without believers in God and Jesus specifically, uh, this world goes towards decay, like without our presence, it goes towards that. It decays, it deteriorates. And when he says that we are the light of the world, it means that this world without us is dark, without understanding, completely like we're just, we don't know where we're at. And so it's interesting how even the smartest philosophers, they point out all the problems, but they can't really point out the solution. And we have a solution, like following God, loving others, really does bring about genuine human flourishing that uh, everyone else can't. So, oh yes, Case for Christ, uh, Case for Creator is also really good. Lee Strobel, he's he's the great author. I would look at it for that. Um, so Dave uh, says, as a youth pastor, if your parents are okay with it, learn it to beat the test. We need less dumb Christians. <laughs> nice. Number two, if you believe that the Bible is true, you can trust God has done what he said and made the world. Yeah, I actually um, don't believe that science is evil. I think bring on the science. To me, it means, hey, I'm actually going to view, I'm actually going to learn more about God. Like, that's great. Bring it on. Like, we should not fear that one bit. And, um, so if you're okay with learn it, beat the test. We need less dumb Christians. I think it's interesting. Look up One Minute Apologetics. He has great short videos on evolution. Yeah, I, I just, I've never been super interested in it. I've always like looked it up and I remembered I studied it in college. And so like I'm always that guy that has to like quickly brush up. You know, if I'm about to meet somebody who struggles with that, I have a few books I grab. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, go for it. But it's weird. I'm just more of like, 
I don't know. I've never been that guy. I don't know if that's terrible or not. I know we all have different gifts, but I, I don't have like this incredible, you know what I'm saying? No. Like some of my friends are like, oh yeah, they just quote all the incredible, like Lee Strobel and they just have like a worked out argument in their head. Just boom, 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 boom. Uh, Me, I'm a little bit slower when it comes to that topic. Not because I don't believe it, but just because right. I like talking about a lot of other stuff. That's good. I'm glad you asked that, Victoria. All right. You're up. Paris or London? Ooh. I like the London culture more. How do you know? I mean, I get that, but you've never been there. I like the like the history. I don't know. I just... I've been to Paris. Okay. So Going just, to the airport in Paris does not count. <laughs> I was in... The, <laughs> I was in there for a while, though. So. Oh, I don't know. I think I'd probably pick London. But Although well, I want to go to both. I would want to have both in the same trip, but I just, I love, I don't know. Like, I want to go see those guards that just stand there. <laughs> you know, palace. I want to, like, do faces, the palace. Just, I don't know. I feel like that rich history just seems pretty interesting to me. Yeah. Paris, all I think of is the tower, and it's like the Eiffel Tower. It's like, okay, big whip. And I'm not a romantic. I feel that's like everybody's true. like, ooh, Paris. So you know? true. Like, that's like such a romantic place. I'm like, okay, let's look at more history here. French just kept saying, w- He'd you rather win. learn something than, you know, romance his wife. <laughs> that's what you're saying right now. Um, no comment. <laughs> oh, my word. Um, so, oh, I know your answer for this. And my other is different. Big city or island? Big city or island? That's so easy for me. Island. Big city. <laughs> I tell Jordan all the time my alt, my alter ego would move to New York City. I would mind living in New York City if we didn't have kids yet or if our kids were grown and on their own. Yes. I would always say like if it was just me and you, like I wouldn't mind it. But Three I kids would be totally a disaster. An island person. I don't know what it is. I just I love the city. Like I love, I love the thought that I would never have to use a car because I hate driving. I love that I can like longboard everywhere, and get everything you need. And I love the reason I'm like drawn to places like New York City is like everyone's hustling. Like there's just like this upbeat. Like we got this, and uh, there's a lot of smart people there. You know, so I don't know. I I think that would. Okay, so obviously a big city would win in any this or that. So. Plus the island, I would get claustrophobic and, you know, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't get out of here. And I'd worry about hurricanes wiping us out. Oh my gosh. So. I got some more great questions here, but. Okay, so, but uh, on to this. So we'll take out big city because we obviously know you'll pick that over anything. Um, island or country? Like, you know, like have land and. What? Island or country? Country, yeah. What do you mean? Like island, living on island, like beach and all of that. Or like country where like you have a land. Oh, like country horses. living. Yes. I thought you were saying like, I was like, well, Australia is both. So. Oh my gosh. A continent and a country and oh an island. <laughs> okay. I would, I would probably do island living. Oh, I do country. Uh, yeah, I do. My dad does that stuff. He, he does enough of that for us. Horses and stuff, that's cool, but... 
I just want for guys, vlogs. I just want vlogs a house will be way better at a beach. And a swing. <laughs> we can do that anywhere besides New York City. Exactly, and we can't do that in our neighborhood. Okay, we got some good. Okay. Um. Oh wow! This do do an island that's close to New York City. Boom. Best of both worlds. That's true, but I would pick Long Island over Island. Yeah. Okay. In your opinion, what's the most fulfilling thing about being a pastor and the most difficult? So this week had some really cool conversations about people like complete life change, um, personal reasons. Like, you know, I'm not allowed to share, like I'll let them share, but they've been coming very recently. They want to get baptized on Easter like that. Just like, just that like this message of grace is really setting in people's hearts and it's literally changing their whole lifestyle. That's why we do it. So I've been very encouraged this week about that. And, um, the coolest part to me is these people have kind of stepped out in faith and like they're changing their lives because um, some of our church members have really stepped out of their comfort zone to love and serve them in incredible ways. So like I've been very inspired by that. So that's so great. Most difficult is the betrayal, right? Like the leaving, the pouring your life into them and then them not only leaving, but then finding bad words to say about you on your way out. I have been fortunate so far as far as like the people haven't really slammed me on their way out. Yeah. Um, but I know it's coming. So many pastors, my dad gets it. Like it just happens. But um, yeah, the betrayal really hurts and it stings and like the bad comments and how, I don't know. It's just reality. I think it's whatever you do. And I know, Clint, you can relate to that. You're a pastor as well. But that would be the most fulfilling thing for sure. And I just love the process, which goes into uh, that question. I don't know how well I can answer this because it's kind of a deep question, Calden. But how do you go about sermon prep? I love preaching. It's such a pleasure for me. So I just study the text a lot on Monday. I seep into it. I think about it. I process it. And on Tuesday, I jump into what other people have said about this text or our history. I try to um, get like a deep understanding of it theologically. And I start to run through what are some main ideas that I can grab on. And Wednesday is really the big day where I kind of have like those, the outline is done and I'm getting like those one-liners that I do. I'm sorry, but I have to do one-liners. I have to do it either rhymes or alliterates or something. I try not to, but I'm just not content when they're not that way. So I got a fun one this Sunday. I think it'll be really good. Nice. Um, but I do it so that they remember. And then, but inevitably, like today, I had my sermon done yesterday and then I rewrote it this morning. Right. And the points are different. The content was the same. It's interesting. Like the content, like describing the text is all the same. What changes for me is like, oh, an illustration, bringing it home, showing how it applies to us sometimes is a little different. So that's the part I wrestle with the most. And I spend a lot of time on my intro and conclusion. Uh, To me, that's very important. And so um, a lot of the time throughout the week, I'm thinking, okay, how do I open this up? I think a structure that helps um, some A lot of times, if you're not sure how to open up, is that me, we, God, you, we. So start out with your own, kind of identify your situation, bring them in, how they can relate to it, and then say, okay, let's let's see what God's word has to say about it. Um, and thank you. I'm glad that you enjoy your my one-liners. It's um, Yeah, and it's very easy to get jaded in ministry, but God is bigger than how people hurt us. Amen, Dave. Uh, it's very easy to get jaded, and I know I'm young, and so it can. Um, I listened to a brilliant sermon this week by Darren Patrick who uh, got kicked out of ministry from his church because, uh, you know, pride got the best of him. And he did an incredible job talking about how he got to that point. And it really was because he um, he was 
he got to the point where it didn't hurt him. Like he, he like calloused his heart to where it's like, I'm not going to be bothered when people leave. That's also a problem. Like, sadly, I, I'm going to have to always be bothered because it's painful. It's like your sheep are leaving, you know, like a part of your family is lost. If you get cold and callous to it, you wind up not listening to anybody and you're a prideful pastor that runs people over and it's not helpful either. So it's a really hard, hard balance. And Dave, so Dave is a part of my vlogger ministry um, cohort. And he told on Monday, we do a live session, you know, every week. He said that he tried doing like those one-liners, like rhyming one-liners a couple weeks ago. He said the seniors loved it. <laughs> That's totally a seniors thing. <laughs> that or they're actually willing to admit it. I think more people like it than they like to admit. You skipped a question back up here. Okay, go for it. Maybe I skipped it intentionally because I was scared of answering it. But what is it? Solids. Oh, okay. What? Always have to enter a room by loudly announcing your name. So Trey has arrived. Or always having to yell, <laughs> hasta lasagna? Hasta. That's what I said. Spanish. You said hasta. Hasta. Like hasta la vista. Uh, hasta, lasagna. Hasta Don't la vista. get any on you before you leave. I pretty much still, I already do this by saying Trey's arrived. So <laughs> I would always into the room and be like, Trey's arrived, everybody. What's really cool is Walt Disney always coughed. That was his way of letting you know he's about to come in. I think that's interesting. What would, Which one would you do? Oh, I wouldn't want to do either. Um, I'm not a funny person, though. So like. You're funny. You I don't guess. give yourself enough credit. She's a one, so she's always constantly analyzing herself and thinking yeah. she's not funny, even though she wants to be funny, and she is funny. I am I am funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I guess the second one, when you leave. Hasta lasagna, don't get any Anya. Celine, you are a funny person. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love it. We're going to have fun in the... Uh, we should try to be in her group for the Escape the Room tomorrow. For real. Mountains or ocean? Mm, mountains, mountains by the ocean. Teeter. One or the other. If I'm thinking like Alaska mountains, then oh a mountains. You know what I mean? Like beautiful mountains and like living on the base of it is pretty sick. But ocean, man, it's just something so therapeutic about the ocean. But then also you really risk the, you risk the risk. How, what is the phrase on that? Run, you risk, run you the run risk. the risk of uh, hurricanes and stuff like that. That stuff freaks me out. But mountains, you also, I mean, is it a cold climate with like avalanches or what are we talking here? When it rains, the water rushes down. It can mess up your house. Like, where is my house? Is it on the very top, in the middle, the bottom? These We're are questions that living? need to be answered. Oh, I don't know. Oh, going Just to go it? to the mountain. <laughs> she always thinks I overanalyze all of this. I would probably say... Going to the ocean because the mountains is so easy for us to do. It's like more special. Oh my gosh. <laughs> is that still looking too far into it? Yes. Do you what do you enjoy more? It's not what's easier or what's not easy. Um, I honestly enjoy the ocean more. It's like more therapeutic for me. Although you don't go in I hate it. It's way too cold, salty, the sand gets all over you. So I like standing on a pier or in a oh boat. My gosh. Okay, so cruise, because we just went on one. So a cruise in the ocean or like a cabin in the mountains. Cruise. 
Yeah, although I really like staying in cabins in the mountains. I like have never done that. I go, I always rough it and like and sleep then, like, in a trailer, go like a horse trailer, skiing or, or snowboarding or something. You know. Yeah, that's so true. Fun. If there's a lake in the mountains on one side and then snowboarding on the other, I would do mountains. What would you do at the lake? Wakeboarding. The same time of year that you're gonna go snowboarding. In heaven, you will be able to do both. Is what I'm saying. Oh my gosh. I'm taking that question too serious. Okay, Brittany. Oh, y'all. <laughs> so funny. That's. I think that's why you guys are here. I take things too seriously. How do you balance ministry, family, and recreation without being burnt out? Ew. Honestly, I'm getting nervous. I'm doing Traprol, so I'm uploading a video every day. Little worried. I'm going to get a little burnt out, so that is a reality. For me, this is what I've done. This is my schedule. Um, let me know if you think this would be a good video. I'm thinking about doing a video of two different videos. One, uh, kind of how I'm scheduling ministry as far as like uh when we do dream team rallies when you know certain sermon series planning that kind of thing but the other thing is i've kind of have a a new schedule i've been doing in the new year that i enjoy uh one waking up every day at 5 a.m is actually refreshing for me this week we need a lot of grace because we've been sick i haven't worked out all week i've been waking up up at 5 45 every day feeling guilty and I'm like, no, God, you have grace over me. Like six months ago, I would have still been sleeping. So it's okay, <laughs> right? Um, to me, uh, getting in my word in the morning is very, very spending time. Because as a seven, I run to pleasure and I like overeat. I like over on everything pleasure. And so that actually leads to burnout, I've been finding. <laughs> and so for me, fasting and like, okay, recognizing I need to starve some of my desires I need to kill some of my loudest desires in order to fulfill my deepest desires. That's my point for Sunday. Um, so that is something fasting has helped with that. And by fasting, I mean um, I I stop eating the night before at like 6 p.m. and I don't eat again till 6 p.m. the next night. So that's what I mean by that. Drink water and whatnot. Um, also, Sabbathing is really big to keep me from burnout. So on Friday night to Saturday night, which – this week is a little different because we have a bunch of stuff planned tomorrow. So we actually, I'm going to be honest, I didn't Sabbath this week. This is, I'm going to try to a little bit, but spending time with family. So you do a women's group at our house Saturday morning. So our new thing right now is to go spend time. I take all the girls and go to a park. That's really refreshing. Um, I don't know. What are some other ways I balance it all though? I don't know if I'm answering as well. I don't even see the question. That rigid schedule is really helpful for me in keeping those rhythms. And then, uh, having my wife telling me, Hey, you need to stop or Hey, let's do this, do that. Thankfully, a lot of the ministry stuff I do at night, we do it together, you know, like our Bible study together. And then Polly though, um, I don't know. It's kind of life giving for me. I played tennis last night. I saw your Insta story. Yeah, it was fun. I played with Trey. Okay. His name's Trey. (laughs) I I think that's really cool. I like how roughing it is sleeping in a trailer. It's a poopy horse trailer. That is roughing it. Ew. Yeah, it smells like There's poop. There's a question up there somewhere, I think. Um, but I don't know if that answers your question, but um, I do love recreation, though. So working out is also in the everyday schedule. Uh, that is very helpful. I used to work out with my wife until she changed the uh, routine up on me, and now her workouts are an hour long in the morning. I just don't have time for that. Only on Mondays and Tuesdays. Okay, Dave. A nice and very cuddly, hairless cat. Ew. Or a chowini dog that barks at everything that moves, even falling leaves. <laughs> that is the most. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, so I would probably say a cuddly cat as long as it never cuddles me. 
<laughs> I don't think that works. It'll cuddle you, and I'm fine with that. No. I hate cats, but I hate barking almost more than anything. If you haven't watched the vlog, watch. Was that today's upload? Yeah. Watch today's upload. Well, I guess it was last night's upload. Yesterday, yeah. About dogs barking. Really funny story. But... I picked the cat, although those are hideous, poor things. The cat, because... Uh, I'd have to do the cat, even though I but hate cats. You hate cats when they're mean. This cat is a nice and cuddly. No, they're just gross. You know, it's like, it's almost in defense of dogs, even though I'm becoming less and less of a dog person. I know. You're just an anti-animal person. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know who I am anymore. I'm Me a terrible either. person. <laughs> You're not. For real, though. Like, who hates dogs? I don't hate them. I just would rather spend time with my kids. Like I hate that I have to spend time with it. Yeah, I hate them. Pooped everywhere. I'm tired of videoing that though. They're like people think we're stupid that we still let that happen. Uh, an IQ of 180 or five million dollars. IQ of 180 because that can probably get five million that way. Kay. I don't know. You can be so smart that you're dumb though. Like socially. Yeah, and it's hard to make money when you're like that. And I don't even know. What if, is the scale? I'm too stupid to know if 180 is high or not. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. I was like, is that high? I, I don't know. I think that's extremely high or else. Um, could I keep the IQ I have now? Because I think I I think I can make do with $5 million in the IQ I have now, which is at like 170 So you're saying keep your kidding. IQ now and not have the $5 million? No, I'm saying if if this is saying an I, $5 million and like the dumbest person on the planet oh. or... I'm looking stay how you it. are now. Stay how I am now and get five million. I'll stay how I am now and get five million. Okay. But IQ of one eighty, you could do some serious damage there. Five AM good start. Love the idea of fasting and putting on schedule. Yeah. And Sabbath thing putting on the schedule as well. Also hospitality putting on the schedule. So usually Friday nights we have friends over. Jordan cooks dinner. We just spend time with just certain friends, uh, people from our church. Um, we need to get our neighbors uh, to come over. Uh, that's just something that's life-giving and uh, keeps us away from burnout, kind of keeps us focused on practicing the ways of Jesus. So those are really important to us. And um, But tonight is different since tomorrow we'll see all of our friends at the Dream Team Rally. So we figured tonight would be a good time to spend time with you guys. Yeah. So did I do all the questions? No, there's a new Good, one. there's more. A red shirt in Star Trek or a frontline stormtrooper in Star Wars. What's a red shirt in Star Trek? I don't know. I see the Star Trek movies. I know that makes everybody the, upset at me. I don't know. Not the like TV shows. I've se- I know Jason Mayfield, you know my YouTube friend? He's like all into the TV shows. He's like oh, all into see, all I that stuff. Oh, see, I think that's super weird. And Power but Rangers. But I loved the the movies, but I don't know what a red shirt is. Yeah, so I don't know either. But um frontline stormtrooper in Star Wars, these sound like they're both terrible options. I would do the stormtrooper cuz I've always loved that get up and i'm more of a disney guy which i know it wasn't disney before but now it is so even yeah, though they like Star own Wars. everything and it's monopoly and it's probably illegal what they're doing i mean i guess stormtrooper but if i had to pick i don't know Star okay Wars the red shirts die first just like the stormtroopers oh uh, okay yeah i'm really worried my camera's about to die keep talking let me see the battery stormtroopers probably but i really like the star trek movies what's that guy's name the actor this mic won't stay up. The, yeah. the actor in Star Trek. Mike is attacking me. This thing's about to die. 
Anyone know the actor in Star Trek? What's his face? Okay. I don't know, but my camera's about to die. It's a long story, but the way it's set up is for the HDMI thing to go in so I can see you, it blocks where the charging port is. So it's on 1%. Ooh. So this thing's about to go down. So thank you for spending time with us tonight. Hope it was somewhat entertaining. We are so thankful for everybody, our community who commented and gone back and forth. I love, we we appreciate all you guys. I saw somebody say the other day, why would you love viewers like you never met them? Okay, I get it. They're like, you should only love like five people in your life. I don't know. When you have God's love, I, you have yeah, a lot of love to give around. We're called to love people, so why yeah. would he call us to love people if we could only love a certain number of them? Boom. That's a great way to end. We love you guys. Not how I love my wife, but like there's a different, there's a platonic love. There's a godly, there's a kinship love there. Yeah. So I'll see you guys tomorrow since I have to upload every single day in the month of Traypril. Trey uh-huh. Kennedy, that Instagram guy, uh-huh. he called it Traypril. He's the guy who's going to take my name. And he has 2.8 oh, yeah. million followers, so I think he'll beat me. But I think I need to start tra- trademarking everything. <laughs> For real, somebody told me like I need to copyright some of my stuff. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, Chris Pine. Did you just say thank you to yourself? Yeah, because I just Oh, so Jordan smart. Faker. That's hilarious. This was fun. Have a good night. See you tomorrow, Celine. Bye. It's nice getting to see y'all. Thank you, Victoria. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Calden. Appreciate you. Thanks, Kate and Dave. They're a couple. So it's been fun. They're awesome. They're commenting them on together. I know you do, but Dave changed his name on YouTube to Dave Owen since it's really hard oh, to pronounce his last name. Okay. So I'm trying to connect those dots for you. I connected them. Boom. All right, cool guys. Thank you. Have a good night.